Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, check the dates on your calendar. I'm talking about October 29th through November the 2nd. Pedro and crew will be live, of course, in Managua, Nicaragua for the 31st annual WBO convention. I'm talking about we're going to rock and roll, baby. The WBO champions will be there. Of course, we'll have a ratings committee. We'll tour the country. We'll have a good time. We'll go back. We'll look at the... The legacy of the great Alexis Harwell, possibly, no, one of the greatest boxers of all time, no doubt about it. A three-division champion, of course, he failed at 140 pounds in the fourth division against the great Aaron Pryor. And of course, Aaron's talked to me about that over the years, the late Aaron Pryor, the late Alexis Harwell. They both passed on. One, you know, the residual effects of cocaine use for, for a long time, talking about Aaron Pryor and his heart. And of course, Alexis Harwell dying by way of Gunshot. We really don't know whether he shot himself or somebody shot him. Sort of weird. Anyway, the bottom line is Arguello Pryor, one of the great fights of all time, no doubt about 140 pounds. But at the end of the day, I think Aaron Pryor's gloves were loaded. What am I trying to tell you? The padding was taken out. Arguello was never busted up like that in a fight in his entire life, folks. That night, again, the uh, was the orange the Orange Bowl down there in Florida. Alexis Arguello was like, he was beaten and battered, but. He wasn't hit all that much. What I'm trying to tell you is I think the padding was really taking out of the gloves. Of course, later on, Pryor's trainer, I'm talking about Panama Lewis, was convicted and went to jail for doing just that, taking the padding out of gloves. We are talking in Ring Talk Live. We're a wide boxing and MMA. We'll go in the UFC about 35, 37 minutes past the hour. Take it back 40 minutes past the hour. Open phone lines real quick around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports by the Line and SB Nation Radio Sports. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-
views regarding the Vietnam War. Of course, with this Memorial Day weekend, some people might think that's a bit edgy to play that. But I got to tell you like this, there's two sides to that, man. This was a war, I'm old enough to realize this, this was a war started on false pretenses. What I mean by that is the Gulf of Tonkin incident never took place. Therefore, we should have never went to, uh, to war any military conflict in Vietnam. It was all a bit of a farce. Sort of like, you know, the weapons of mass destruction they never found. Remember that? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, last Saturday night, Adonis Stevens, the, the linear. When I say linear, he's recognized as the world uh, light heavyweight champion by Ring Magazine and by boxing historians. Like, you know, there's four or five different titles out there, and different uh, sanctioning groups have different fighters in this net. But Adonis Stevenson holds a couple of the belts, and of course, he's. Once beaten, at one time, uh, I think he's avenged that boss, but he was knocked out. And, of course, his chin is sort of suspect. Anytime you've been knocked out, your chin is suspect. But nobody hits him. And he's got a decent style where he gets away with, with holding his hands real low and, like, a mile away from guys. And I still can't figure out why anybody hasn't employed boxing 101 and just taken his jab away from him and knocked him out. I just can't. I don't understand. I, I mean, I'm just totally perplexed as to why nobody's tried to study this guy. I mean, all you've got to do is study Adonis Stevenson, and guess what? With a little bit of ability and some I want to say stones, intestinal fortitude. I was going to say balls, but I thought that wasn't cool. Anyway, if you've got that and you put that together, I think you can beat. He's 40 years old. The guy's not Superman. In fact, you don't even need kryptonite to beat him. And, you know, uh, Badu Jack, of course, I'm calling him now Lex Luthor. Of course, it was Lex Luthor versus Superman last week, and it ended up being a draw, but... You know, and I can't argue with, with really with the decision. I really can't. So I'm not going to say, you know, one guy deserved to win. Or, you know, because I think one judge had, had Badu Jack up 115-113, and the other two judges had it even. It was a pretty close fight. And, the you know, the early part of the fight was a bit dull, like D-U-L-L, real dull. And, of course, Stevenson sort of got tired and he got old, and Badu Jack lit up and, you know, came to life and had some good rounds and put together a, a string of good rounds. So going down to that 12th and final round, you know, it's about everybody in the house figured, you know, it's, it boils down to this 12th and final round. Anyway, the bottom line is at the end of the day, it was a majority decision draw. And there was two guys had it uh, even. One guy had it, for, of course, for uh, Badu Jack. At the end of the day, Badu Jack now has like four draws on his record. Some people say that's controversial. But draws have been, have been sort of the norm of late. I mean, think about that. I mean, you know, the Canelo Alvarez, uh, Golovkin fight, that was a draw. Draws don't happen that often, especially in super-duper fights. But then again, there was a fight that was even and deserved to be a draw. So there are fights that are even. Even amateur fights sort of ticks me off a little bit. <clears throat> Is that in amateur fights, you, they can't call a draw. They've got to flip a coin and, and determine who wins the fights even after, uh, I think it's five rounds now, but it used to be three rounds. So the bottom line is a little scary as far as the scoring is concerned. And if, you're on a, and if you've ever been on the uh, negative side of scoring, as far as judges are concerned, you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, you know, this is sort of like going to, to Las Vegas and playing blackjack and getting a blackjack and some dude beating you with, get this, a 16. I mean, think about that. You're playing blackjack. You've got a 21. You've got a king and an ace of spades. I mean, this is looking good, baby. This is blackjack, no doubt about it. But you throw it down there and they say, no, 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 no. You lose, and you lose to this guy <clears throat> that's got a card, car, uh, a card total of 17. That's the best way I can equate boxing and getting burned in a decision to you. There's no other way to put it. 
There's no other way to put it. And I've thought for years, how do you explain this getting burned? I mean, I remember one time knocking a guy down twice. Get this. Two knockdowns. Bolo punched him. Um, sort of took advantage of my of my skill level as far as he was concerned. And they gave him the fight. I kid you not. Of course, I was down in Tucson, Arizona. I was fighting some guy from, from England. They didn't even weigh him in. They said, yeah, he looks like a welterweight. Some crap like that. I said, what? You got to be kidding me. Yeah, I went up there and lit him up like a White House Christmas tree, and they gave him the fight. In fact, I remember they gave me the silver medal and for the for the PAL games there, and I left the silver medal on the floor. When, was, when the guy went to hand it to me, the referee, I just stepped away and let it drop on the canvas. So if that re- ring is still erected uh, three decades later, the bottom line is that silver medal is still standing there. What an atrocity. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. So draws are cool. Of course, we had the... The Broner-Vargas uh, draw of a few weeks ago, and, and that was a fight that deserved to be even as well. So we've had three significant draws and three major fights in the last six or seven months, which is uncommon in the world of professional boxing. It just is. But even fights happen, and I'm glad that the wrong guy isn't winning. In fact, Mark Ratton used to tell me this, and originally it was Chuck Minker who, who was running the Athletic Commission in Nevada. He was like the godfather of the Nevada Commission back then. and He was in the 80s, and he said to me, listen, as long as the wrong guy doesn't win, as long as the wrong guy doesn't win, Pedro, everything's cool. I don't care what the scores are. As long as the wrong guy doesn't win. And guess what? These draws, the wrong guy didn't win. The fights were even. They deserve to be even. Good judging on the part of these professional judges in my mind. You are tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. How about the guilt-free no-commitment text line? You can rap me, you can leave me a note, whatever you want, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live, baby, on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory A-count, and Foreman is as poised as can be. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. If you are age 85 or younger, 
Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774-800-508-5774-800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And, and that's, what, that's why boxing is the way it is. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? Off your seat. Get your arms together and your hands together. And give me some of that old soul clap. You didn't have to love me like you did. Andre Ward, 32-0, 16 knockouts, 2004 Olympic gold medalist, born in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, does not live in Oakland, California anymore. I'm not going to give up his residence, but it ain't Oakland. He's across another bridge, not the Bay Bridge. Get my drift? Yeah, living in Marin, of course, with all the lofty folks, and he deserves to. I mean, he made himself a, a decent living now, of course, carving out a niche as an HBO broadcaster, no doubt about it. He retired just like he told me he would to an extent. I mean, he didn't retire. He told me he wouldn't be boxing like 2004. He said he'd be out by 2012. Well, it took him a little bit longer than that. I think it took him, excuse me, until 2017. But, of course, that, that final win over Kovalev, the TKO, of course, that sort of cemented his legacy as far as he was concerned. I mean, the one guy he had the controversial fight with, and, of course, that was, I'm talking about Mr. Sergey Kovalev. That was in 2016, November. It was a 12-round win. A lot of people think that, you know, maybe maybe Andre didn't deserve to win that fight. Okay, But he came back in the second fight, and he proved that he was a superior fighter over Kovalev. He just out-mugged the mugger. I guess that's a good way to put it. He out-mugged the mugger. Anyway, retiring 32-0. That said, 23 knockouts. Not a, take that back, 16 knockouts. Not a big puncher, but he was he was so special. I mean, he really was. And, and of course, I don't think we ever got to see him at his finest, and I think the reason why I think that was because of injuries and and different issues as far as contracts were concerned, and he you know he was time time off here and time off there, and 
and you combine all the time offs, that's why he boxed way past two, 2012. Was that a lot of that time he spent was idle. But we, our hands are our hands are. Um, we salute Mr. Andre Ward. We really do because we really think he's a good, fine example of the community. And guess what, folks? We need him. And yes, he was born here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Look for Andre, Andre Ward doing his thing for us on HBO Championship Boxing. Seriously, we'll talk UFC about forty minutes past hour. I got a um. A text this week, and somebody said to me, well, Pedro, if you had something in the studio, you know, what would you like, a massage? Uh, what would you like? And the guy says, a massage? No, no, I like a soft ice cream machine. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not too complicated. Just give me a soft ice cream machine, and we're good. I'm serious. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Interesting uh, fights taking place in the Orient. Of course, the Orient, hot and heavy as far as boxing is concerned. It's always been a hotbed. And now, of course, you know, we've got the former Soviet Republic come to us with all kinds of outstanding fighters. I think the, the Soviet fighters seem to be a, a level above some of the fighters from Asia, especially from Japan. And I hate to say that, but, you know, the Japanese, let's be honest, you know, the Japanese haven't, uh, you know, anyway, unbeaten. <laughs> Noya uh, Anoy, of course, he was a former WBO champion. Now 16-0, 14 kills. Captured the WBA 118-pound title after holding that belt at 115 uh, with a spectacular win last time. I mean, he's he's just a good-looking fighter, no doubt about it. I mean, not the greatest fighter in all time, but he's a good-looking fighter. As he, you know, he sort of looks like Father Time came up with um, champion Jamie McDonald. Of course, now 29-3, one no decision and 13 KOs. Of course, dropping him twice and stopping him at 152 of the very first round. And Japanese guys don't score first-round knockouts because – they're not big punchers, and they usually don't overwhelm guys. That's not their, their game, per se. But if you've ever been to Japan, Japan's got pro fights, like I think once a week at Korokan Hall, which is right next to the big Tokyo Dome. It's this little tiny arena. They hold, hold a lot of professional wrestling there and boxing as well. But I think they have at least one boxing card there a week, and it's pretty, it's pretty deep, pretty steep. Sometimes they have like 25 or 30 fights on a card. I kid you not. Boxing is hot and happening. It's a, it's a cultural phenomenon. And it has been for a long time in Japan, unlike in the United States. People here, they want to text. You know, speaking of text, and they want to text and, you know, play with their video games, that kind of good stuff. So people in other countries, a little hungrier, want to do things just a little bit differently. Open phone lines all around this world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, wow, there's a fight tonight in Quebec City, Canada. The former middleweight title holder, David Lemieux, 38-4. and four. Big puncher, 33 KOs. <clears throat> Taking on a guy named Kareem Anchor. Uh, who comes in at 26-4 and four with only four knockouts, with only four knockouts, with only four knockouts. Did I repeat myself and say he only had four knockouts? Which means he couldn't punch his way out of a paper bag. Therefore, safe fight for the guy with the glass jaw. I'm talking about David Lemieux. And why do I say he's glass, got a glass jaw? Because every time he's been rocked, it sort of went, went a little crazy on him. Unbeaten WBC 108-pound champion, Chihuro Ken. Now 13-0 with seven zips. Easily kept his belt with a... Uh, Went over, of course, a very noble young man, Gannigan Lopez, 29-8 and eight now, uh, 18 KOs. But, you know, he was overmatched. I mean, the old guy was like 36 years old. Talk about the Mexican challenger. 36 years old, of course, another handpick. See, boxing doesn't have to be fixed. It doesn't have to be fixed. You just make the right fights. Just make the right fights. Well, guess what? They made the right fights, and the uh, young man from Japan remains undefeated. Speaking of undefeated, how about this Cuban heavyweight? They're talking about this guy. I'm not... I haven't seen a whole lot of them. I think I saw a clip somebody sent me via, via YouTube, a YouTube clip. But the 2008 Cuban heavyweight, uh, Olympic heavyweight, I'm talking about Robert Alonso from, of course, Cuba. Hmm, interesting. 16 KOs, 
a second-round TKO of a guy by the name of Mike Bissett. Mike Bissett's got an outstanding record. You know what it is? 14-11 and 11 now with eight KOs and a draw. What I'm trying to tell you is you don't have to fix fights. You just make the right fights. Okay, I'm sorry. That's just You just make the right fights. That's a classic example of making the right fights. Some upcoming fights I want you, of course, to be alerted to. I think we will have the Canelo Alvarez-Golovkin rematch. I think that's going to go down in September. I think there's just far too much money involved. Uh, and just, I mean, that's just the bottom line. Forget everything else. Forget all the principles. Forget the morality of it. Forget anything. I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez, of course, getting caught uh, with steroids, anabolic steroids. He said he was blaming it on the Mexican meat. I sort of went with that the first time. When they popped him a second time, I said to myself, eh, I don't know. Anyway, the bottom line is he's got that body that's carved out of stone. He just does, and Mexicans don't have a stone body. They go more like a, a soft body. I mean, I've never seen a Mexican with a hard body in my entire life. I just haven't, unless, because the genes aren't there. And I'm talking about Calvin Klein again, or Levi. I'm talking about G-E-N-E-S, genes. They're not there. They just don't, they don't, and how can I put this? It just doesn't happen. And plus, the square jaw, the squared-off jaw that Canelo Alvarez seems to have developed is a, um, how can I say this? Some people say it's synonymous with the use of human growth hormone. Of course, there's really no test for that. So there's all kinds of things going on in the world of performance-sensing drugs. I think the World Anti-Doping Association and VADA, the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, the people like Dr. Margaret Goodman, formerly with the Nevada City Athletic Commission, I think these people are on the right track. I really do. And I think that you've got to test fighters in between fights. And if they come up to positive for cocaine or, or, or marijuana or something like that, you can't say anything about that. That's their own. But if they come up with something that's performance enhancing, you know, I'm talking about <clears throat> anabolic steroids or maybe a diuretic, which is used to mask an anabolic steroid, then I think you need to take action. And like I've said this before, I hate giving anybody a pass one time on steroids. Just don't. I think if you get popped with it, you need to go. But this big fight, if I was to call for Canelo's ban, of course, I'd be the only one on the planet doing so. Golovkin wants this fight desperately because, you know, Golovkin, 34, 35, he's however old he is now. He's in his late 30s, okay? <clears throat> Getting old like dirt. <clears throat> he can't continue to remain unbeaten no matter, I mean, because Father Time's going to check, check in sooner or later, okay? So if you look at it from that perspective, he needs a big money payday. And the money that he'll make in this one Canelo Alvarez rematch is far more than he'll probably make in two or three other fights fighting stiffs. I mean, the last guy he fought, Vanis, uh, the guy down from Southern California, from Armenia, you know, come on. That was not really a fight, but yet he got about a million and a half for it. But in a Canelo fight, he get anywhere from 10 to 20 million bucks. I kid you not, 10 to 20 million bucks, depending on how the pay-per-view goes. And, of course, the pay-per-view is not incumbent on Mr. Golovkin. The pay-per-view is incumbent. It, it relies on... <clears throat> Canelo Alvarez, he is he's the draw. I mean, Golovkin, unbeaten, 35, 36, 37, whatever he is, okay, 37-0, um, the one draw. But outside of that, he, he's looked unblemished. But, you know, you've got to put some money in the bank. This is all about professional boxing. I've talked about this before. You know, you've got to make some money. Alex Stewart, that former heavyweight contender of the of the 80s, the late 1980s, of course, uh, fought Evander Holyfield in the war, I think, circa 1987, had a fight with uh, George Foreman, which he got robbed in Las Vegas. So Alex Stewart <clears throat> never won a title, but he fought a lot of big guys, and he made over $9 bucks as a pro. That's right. So he's got plenty of money. Things are good for Alex Stewart, but he never won a belt. So people say, oh, man, you never won a belt, man. You never won a belt. I mean, that's what, hey, you never, I mean, he probably won some of those regional belts, but he never won a world belt. Okay. 
He didn't need to. What he needed to do was put money in the bank. This is a profession. Again, professional boxing. Doesn't mean how many belts you got. Belts are nice. Belts are cool. Belts look good as far as the photos are concerned. But at the end of the day, it's your bank book which really matters. No doubt about it. I'm telling you. Anyway, speaking of this, Roberto, uh, Robert Alfonso, we'll see what's happening. The jury's still out of him. Of course, the heavyweight <clears throat> from Cuba. Of course, a lot of fighters that come over from the island of Cuba are hungry. And when I say hungry, I don't mean not hungry like the Russians. I mean hungry like, like a homeless person. And when I mean, <laughs> no, no. What I'm trying to tell you is that I can't, a lot of times we brought Cuban fighters over here and we can't discipline them. We, I mean, they have no discipline. I could name four or five guys, but I will. Okay, I will. Dimitri's, Dimitri uh, Diobelis Furtado challenged Costa Ju for the WBC junior welterweight title. I used to go pick him up for running in the morning and I'd smell booze on his breath. And then I'd take him to the gym in the afternoon and I'd smell booze on his body coming out of his pores. The guy was a drunk. Okay? Another guy, I haven't want to mention his name. Eh, okay, anyway, but I won't mention his name. But another guy, that same fold down there coming out of uh, Cuba, of course, based in Miami Beach. Uh, of course, Harold Smith was doing, doing his thing down there. We used to have people like Kid Gavilan and all these old fighters show up to these Miami Beach cars. It was really cool. You brought a, we were, you know, towards the end of the 20th century, circa 1999, 2000, we were drawing good crowds down in Miami Beach. It was fun. And of course, I remember the one time I gave Kid Gavilan, never give a boxer a, um, don't forgive anybody the microphone. You're not supposed to. When you're the MC, don't do it because, you know, things happen. Like, especially kids. Don't give kids a microphone. Anyway, um, I gave Kid Gavilan the microphone, and I said, Kid, show me that bolo punch. He showed me the bolo punch. You know, bolo punch. He looked pretty good still. He was like seven years old, something like that. So anyway, um, he grabs him. I give him the microphone, and I don't test him beforehand. In other words, I don't say, hey, man, how are you? You know, I was like, well, he wasn't all that cognitive. I guess that's about it. He, he wasn't all that together. And anyway, I gave him the microphone, and it was a disaster. It lasted about 45 or 50 seconds until I ripped it. Oh, I didn't rip it. Until I uh, secured the microphone <laughs> secured the microphone back from the great Kid Gavilan, of course, the Cuban fighter. But, you know, props go to Jose Suleiman. Uh, of course, he was the former president and the, one of the founders of the World Boxing Council. Of course, he passed away a few years ago. His son now runs the World of Bunko and Chicanery, the WBC. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Anyway, um... Jose Suleiman was a good guy. In fact, Jose was supporting Kid Gavilan, sending him a paycheck, not a paycheck, but a check each month to make sure he had food and things like that and a roof over his head. And I really thought things like that were really, really cool. Suleiman did some great things. Of course, you know, he didn't do a – he made, you know, 15-round fights, reduced them to 12 rounds, and that in the minds of a lot of boxing fans was just like <clears throat> the, the anti – he became the anti-Christ at that point in time I mean, because you, you took a tradition. A championship boxing match was 15 rounds, 15 three-minute rounds. And then they cut it to 12. Of course, 12-round fights were like state title fights, regional championships, things like that. So how can I put it? 12 rounds, 15 rounds, blame Suleiman. But Suleiman, I give him some credit because he did support. He supported my man, Kid Gavilan. You are tuning to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio Sports. Give us a call if you want, 1-800-878-PLAY or the text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. We're switching gears, talking mixed martial arts after the break. The USC on Bellator and War, right here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Are we running? You gonna run the one morning? <laughs> Five thirty. Yeah. One can have a dream, babe. Two can make a dream so real. One can talk about being in love. Two can say how it feels. Well, one can wish upon a star. 
Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Nunez's hands are down. And she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunes. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. A lot of you might know. Maybe you don't. I spent like 10 years with the SFPD, did some undercover work for them, community relations, did a whole lot. Anyway, I'm 
a licensed private investigator. And I was looking at the news this morning, and the, the son of Robert Kennedy Jr. now believes that, you know, his father wasn't killed alone by Sirhan Sirhan. And, and of all the assassinations, and I've studied ballistics and, and, and trajectory and all that kind of good stuff, and, and the autopsy results from from the different Kennedy autopsies, as well as Martin Luther King. And i got to tell you, as far as solving a crime's concern, the RFK case was the easiest to solve because there were gunpowders uh, marks on the on this collar of his shirt and behind his right ear. In other words, somebody's gun was that close enough to him, there were gunpowder on his shirt collar. In other words, the guy shooting at him from three or four feet from the front, Sirhan Sirhan, couldn't have done that to the back of Kennedy's neck. Bottom line is, two people killed RFK, and we've known that for a long, long time. Hey, you are, th- and of course, the RFK assassination is coming up. The uh, anniversary, if you want to call it that, it'll be 50 years come June the 5th, 1968. Sad day in American history, no doubt about that. Now, let's talk mixed martial arts. Of course, Bellator MMA, rocking and rolling, baby. They went to London, and yeah, well, you know, what can I say? Gagard Masasi, of course, the former UFC fighter, a veteran, 44 and 6 now, a couple of draws. He went over to the world of Bellator. He said he, he could shine over there. Well, guess what? He did shine because he took out... <laughs> Rafael Carvello. I've never thought much of Carvello. Now 15-2. and two, Never thought much of him. Thought he lost a, a title fight like uh, about a year, year and a half ago on TV. He just looked pathetic to me, okay? So they were building him up as this big, you know, Brazilian superstar. I think he was left-handed as well. He could crack with the, the cross. His crossover punch was his big punch from the stand-up position. But, you know, not enough for Gregor Masasi. Masasi's the real deal, and I want to give him props for his coming over from the UFC. So you, the Bellator MMA in the last few weeks, They've come up with some, um, how can I say, some pretty good events. I mean, Frank Mir, Fedor, you know, that's pretty cool. I mean, you've got heavyweight names. Although Frank Mir didn't show up in shape, Frank, no, 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 let's be honest. Frank Mir didn't show up in shape. For, in fact, Frank Mir, of course, I think he, bit, he sort of disgraced himself. I really do. And the reason why I say that is that, you know, he always had a carved out body. I mean, he had the most beautiful body of all time. I mean, he was like, you know, he was, he was like an Adonis type of guy. He had that Greek god look to him. Anyway, the bottom line is he looked sort of had like a fat Greek god, more like a bus driver or something like that against Fedor. Of course, that went down April 20th. Fedor Melanenko now back in the picture. Is he really? Not really, because beating up Frank Mir at this stage of the game not be, not, might, might not be that great of an accomplishment. Of course, the 12th, Bellator came back with uh, Bellator, I think, 199. Of course, when Ryan Bader <clears throat> just lit up the house guy. I'm talking about King Mo. King Mo Lawal, wherever they're going. The bottom line is King Mo just can't fight. Can't take a punch all that well. I tried to tell people before. They laughed when I used to tell them, you know, King Mo's not much. He's trying to push himself off as a pro wrestler, an MMA fighter, and a boxer. All three. Well, guess what? He's not good enough to really succeed in any of those three vocations. He's not that good of a boxer. He's not that good of an MMA fighter. And he's not, you know, he's, he's not that good of a <clears throat> professional wrestler. So at the end of the day, he's sort of like below average at all three, or maybe average at all things. And average just doesn't make it in this world, especially not in the world that makes martial arts. I mean, when people are looking to take off your head, young people looking to take off your head, fighting old guys, you know, that's sort of a tradition when old guys fight each other because old guys both have regressed to an extent. You know, we wouldn't expect Fedor to go out and look like he's 28 years old uh, against a guy that's actually 28 years old, fighting a guy that's 28 years old. I mean, against like almost 40-year-old Frank Mir, you can get away with that. But Bader and King Mo, bit of a surprise there as Ryan Bader comes over from the USC and just does his thing, man. More power to these guys. Of course, I'm happy they've been able to leave the plantation. When I say the plantation, I'm talking about the USC and Zufa Sports. And why do I call it the plantation? 
because, you know, they, it was, because it was a plantation. No other way to put it. I mean, think about this. Uh, you have a hundred, you have a big pie. The pie's got like, you know, a hundred pieces to it, right? All right. So 88 of those pieces, 88 pieces of that pie go to the owners. In other words, the owners of the USC, the people making the money are the owners. The 12%, and that's on a high note in some estimates, okay, the 12% go to the fighters. So <clears throat> we've got people going out there getting in death match after death match after death match. And I told you about these death matches, and, and they aren't called death matches, Pedro. Yeah, but they are death matches because each one of these fights, if you take a licking, they take something off your career, okay? And you lose once or twice. You lose dramatically in the UFC, and guess what, man? You're toast. You're just toast. I mean, I mean, that's just the way it is. They release you. I'm glad that people are having the option to go to Bellator if they want. Of course, that that uh, that advertising rule that they pulled off in the UFC, where they sort of banned guys from wearing like Pedro's bail bonds on the on the back of their on on their trunks or or, or on their uh, corner man's outfits, something like that. You know, Pedro's bail bonds or or Scott Cuddy's tattoos, something like that. you know, some business which was throwing down a lot of money. Brendan Schaub, that they retired heavyweight. He of course, I think he's doing TV color commentary now, but he was with the UFC. He wasn't a, uh, a a top five guy, but he was a top 10 guy, no doubt about that. He maybe could have made a couple of moves because in, in the heavyweights, especially USC heavyweight division, things really don't stay the same for too long because, you know, there's a USA, USC heavyweight champion now with two title offenses, and that's considered a record. So I don't consider it a record. Anyway, back to the Bellator offering these guys um, different contracts. Maybe sometimes the money is... Uh, okay or better than it was with the USC, but the fact that they can sell the advertisement on the trunks, like the aforementioned Brendan Schaub, who was getting 100 grand to fight, and when the USC took over that Reebok contract, they wanted to give him, guess what, guess what, guess what, four grand. Yeah, from 100 grand to four grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just the way it is. So I call it the plantation. They owned everybody. I mean, Dana White told people, if you, if you, if, if you don't take this fight, you know, things are going to happen. And things happen for guys that didn't take fights. If you didn't take a fight that you were supposed to, they really wanted you to, um, Dana found a way to put you even in a tougher fight the next time out. Unless unless you were one of his guys or one of his girls, like that Mackenzie Durham. Would she come in the 123 pounds for 170, 116? Take that back. It was a 117-pound fight. She came in at 123, and they allowed her to fight. Six pounds over. And this is the third or the fourth time Miss Durham's coming in overweight. Okay, I don't. So what if she gets fined? She's making more money than the other girls, but so what if she gets fined? Okay, the bottom line is she's having a physical advantage over her opponents, especially at that light of a weight. If you give me, if you were to give me a six pound weight advantage over somebody that light, that would be more than I would. It would be a significant advantage for me as a fighter. Just the weight. I mean, it just is. And people laugh. You know, three or four pounds. What's three or four pounds? Yeah, 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 yeah. But guess what? If you look at a hundred and eight pound fighter, hundred eight pound professional boxer. He looks like the best that he's got, the best they got. You stack them against 112-pound fighter, the best they've got, you can realize the guy for 112 pounds is bigger than the guy at 108 pounds. It's only four pounds, but the, the difference is visible both to the eye, of course, and to you receiving those shots. Because when you take shots from a guy that's bigger, they hurt. Believe me, I took shots from welterweights. Never never thought much of, of, of junior welterweights. You know what I mean? That got cracked a couple times, but not really that hard. Got up a couple times, but... Against welterweights, man. He got one welterweight. I fought Ernie Chab, of course. He went on to fight to fight future uh, two-time world champion Meldrick Taylor. Of course, Meldrick Taylor, of course, the 19, was 1984 Olympic gold medalist, the MVP of the team. 
of course, uh, he went on to fight him. And I remember telling er, telling Mel before the fight, Mel, watch out for this guy. He can punch, especially with the right hook. And Mel told me, yeah, Pedro, come on, he's a bum, he's a bum, he's a bum, something like that. Yeah, all right. He wasn't no bum. And you, Ernie Chavez went in there and rocked his world at the end of uh, end of the fight. <laughs> I think Ch- Chavez did lose, but at the end of the fight at the post-fight press conference, the first thing Meldrick Taylor said was he couldn't remember who told him. And he said, who was it that told me this guy can punch? Anyway, enough stories. Back to Bellator MMA. Looks like Bellator is rocking and rolling. The next event, of course, is going to be women. Like women. Like Pechanga Resort, of course, is going to go down uh, the 29th of June. Pechanga being down there in Temecula, California. Did some did some uh, some outside broadcasts there. Did some inside broadcasts, too. But did some outside broadcasts as far as Ring Talk Live Worldwide was concerned down there back in the, in the 90s, man. One time... It was like 103 degrees outside, 103 degrees. And I'm sitting there in the sun doing radio. But it was cool. You know, the money was good. And room service, room service. Remember that trip? We had nothing but room service. They were feeding us like a king, no doubt about that. So let's go back to this Bellator card. Of course, I'm talking about Irma Leigh McFarland. She is a champion at 115 pounds. Um, and, of course, a good-looking fighter, 7-0. And I think she's got some Hawaiian. Obviously, the Leigh, L-E-I sort of. Makes me think she's Hawaiian to an extent. Plus, she's got that Hawaiian look to her. She's taking on Alejandro Lara, who comes in at seven and one from Colombia. Man, never underestimate people that are fighting from Colombia. They are just rough, rough, rough customers. I kid you not. I remember because I've been to Colombia and I, I watched guys work down there in Colombian gyms, and it's funny, guys and girls. But <clears throat> Colombians look like how can I put this? A lot, of them, a lot of them are very elongated fighters with these long, lanky type of frames, right? Guys that you think couldn't punch worth a lick. But, man, can I don't know what it is down there. Maybe it's the cocaine, but they can really punch down there in Colombia. I kid you not. Hey, you know, I've been around the world, 34 countries. But the, the fighters in Colombia were very, very hungry back in the day. Not so hungry now, of course, you know, because the Internet's taken over in, in American lifestyle. And I hate to say it, man. You know, you guys out there. Some of you guys are going to say, well, go live somewhere else, Pedro. No, but the American lifestyle is like taking over the world. I mean, come on, think about this. What do we think? When you think of American food, you don't think of like some fabulous restaurant. You think of McDonald's, right? The only thing healthy on the McDonald's menu and the entire menu is that fresh egg they will make you in the morning for a McMuffin sandwich. Outside of that, the entire rest of the menu is either frozen or been pre-cooked. Bottom line is McDonald's not good for you, but that, that sort of details what America's all about around the world. Because, you know, when I was in Colombia, before Americans sort of got hip to going to Colombia, it was really cool. You know, sort of like Hawaii back when my father was a kid or, or Japan, this and that. But every time, you know, the Americans, I hate to say it, man, but we, we bring our businesses over there and things just aren't all that good. So I'm hoping to God that, you know, the current president can turn things around as far as all his different issues are concerned. And, you know, I don't always agree with him. I don't always disagree with him, but I got to say this, his knock on federal workers, <laughs> having known, let me tell you a little story. I, I got I to go to a little story here before we go to a break, Cuddy, before we go to this break. Uh, a friend of mine works for the post office and there were 23 people at his, at his station in San Francisco that were on light duty. In other words, they couldn't go out and deliver mail, but they could like sit around the office and sell stamps, you know, and take phone calls and that kind of good stuff, but they could not do uh, full, full-time duty, couldn't do full work, couldn't go out there and do a route. So the supervisors came to them and said, everybody on light duty <clears throat> is now going to be transferred to Walmart. We'll pay you the difference in pay, but you go to work at Walmart, and we'll, again, we'll pay you the difference in pay. Your benefits will still be there, but you'll be working at Walmart. Every single one of those people, every single one of those mail carriers went back to full duty. 
And then when they when when that bluff was found out, they went back to light duty. What I'm trying to tell you is give people an option, and guess what? They'll run back to it. Too many lame federal carriers as far as the mail office, mail post office concerned, but still get a letter across the country in about maybe a day or two for like fifty five cents. Where can you send an ounce package somewhere uh, in two days for fifty five cents? Nowhere but the continent and the United States. So I'm knocking the post office and praising them at the same time. Why? Because I can't. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio, Sports Force. Why? Wow. You want me to keep going? Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, iTunes. I got to go. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. every day and every Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. We don't back down from nobody. We can take it in the street if you want to. Talk to the hand. Ronnie Spector's coming to the city by the bay. San Francisco, California. Scott Cutter, did I tell you? Yeah, she's coming this summer, baby. Talking about outdoor Sigmund Stern Grove, where I went to day camp back in the 1960s. Yeah, 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 I'm dating myself. But the bottom line is, Ronnie's coming to town, and we just can't wait. Ronnie Spector, of course, the Hall of Famer, former lead singer of the Ronettes, and the wife of the very infamous Phil Spector. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA, of course. The USC rocking and rolling with a card. It'll be tomorrow, and you can check it out on Fox Sports 1. But we'll talk about boxing for Saturday night. Boxing has some pretty good cards. I mean, you know, boxing is it's coming alive. And why is it coming alive? I try to tell people to an extent because, you know, interest is there and, and the television's there. I mean, if you're showing fights on TV, people are able to watch them. And if you're not showing fights on TV, well, then, you know, boxing's going to be like backdoorish. So if you're showing fights in these different networks, and they are showing fights, of course, Al Ham has expanded his cable uh, empire to, to bounce TV and about a thousand different other networks. And so props to them. Of course, Showtime will go with a card tonight. ESPN Plus has got a card tonight. So there's a couple of boxing cards as well. The USC rocking and rolling Sunday. So it's a combat sports weekend. No doubt about that. I mean, absolutely no doubt about it. And, of course, you can usually always catch these events post-event afterwards on YouTube. I mean, that's sort of cool. Sometimes you don't have the 70 bucks or 100 bucks to spend. Stay away from the Internet so you don't get the results. Then you go to YouTube afterwards and you watch the fight. And guess what? It's new to you. It's great. And you're, hap- you're, you're, you're happy. I mean, you're watching it in, 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 li- in a live setting, in other words, because you haven't seen it already. So, and it doesn't cost you 70 or 100 bucks. So a lot of these UFC cards, and I've said this time and time again, that they are just oh, way, way, way overpriced. The fact that they're going to the pay-per-view people once a month is just a bit of a ripoff. The fights, as I said tonight, of course, uh, ESPN. What's the ESPN card? I've never heard of these guys before. Maybe you have. I'm talking about, hmm, Jerome Ancaeus and Jonas Sultan. That's something for the IBF 115-pound title. And there's a WBA title on that card as well. And they're going to fight at 115 as well. And, of course, also Saturday, Eddie Ramirez versus Arginus Mendez. That's going to be on Fox Sports 1. So that is the boxing. USC goes to Fox Sports 1 as far as a Sunday card is concerned. Don't forget, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You know this, right? 32, make that 34 plus years now. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 8 o'clock in Honolulu, Hawaii, Saturday and Sunday mornings. Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. 